the Northwestern Wildcats travel to Madison for a much-needed victory for this Wisconsin team. Plus, Chucky Hepper and A.J. Store and Co. welcome the ninth-ranked Tennessee Volunteers in a huge matchup at the Kohl Center. What are our three big things for these big matchups? You'll find out tonight on the Bucky Report. Welcome to the Bucky Report, your destination for all things Wisconsin Badgers. Authentic takes. Oh, my God. Game analysis. Touchdown, Badgers. Ring one up. And discussion from the fan perspective. Thanks for joining us. And on Wisconsin. Welcome into the Bucky Report. We are your hosts, Rajiv Chabra and Justin Jolka, in for our three big things midweek episode to talk about the Northwestern game, which kind of, you know, would have been a big game had we won some other games, but in a huge matchup for the Wisconsin basketball team that just tipped off their season against Tennessee. Justin, we've had a few days to come down from our crazy, crazy loss against Indiana. If you didn't listen to the full pod uh, on the weekend, Justin kind of went into a little <laughs> crazy rant. I mean, he really, I, there was yeah. even a comment that someone left up about you making the motivational speech for the Badger. Because <laughs> I don't I mean, know if was... the players would enjoy my, <laughs> my motivational tactics. Right. Probably not. But Justin, how you feeling? Basketball started. We had a great win against Arkansas State. Um, the team looked pretty good. Where are you at this week with Wisconsin Athletics? I feel really good about basketball. <laughs> <laughs> And hockey and women's volleyball and women's hockey, football. Just, just not football. We'll get I, I'm just so so frustrated with everything with it. And I, everyone is. But at this point, I just want to see some progress. Like, I don't – I we shouldn't lose Northwestern. Like, I, even regardless what our baseline is, they're not a good football team. Neither are we. But, like, we should yeah, we win this We thought about Indiana, yeah. too. <laughs> We should, we should, exactly. We should win this game. And it's like, just do the stupid little things like cut out the penalties, stop shooting yourself in the foot. You know, we, we need to balance. We need to get more offensive balance. I, I think we'd agree that we didn't love it in the last game. Now I understand the, the game plan in the last game, given the fact that you had two running backs that effectively had never truly been the bell cows for anything. So you, of course you don't want to lean on them too heavily, but we kind of have to. Yeah. Because they're, we're really lacking offensive. There's just no continuity to it at all. It's it's really it's about it's like the the, the title of this episode is get right and stay right for the basketball team. But mm. to get it's a get right game. We need to do what we have to do. Uh, we are at the Bucky Report on Twitter, YouTube. If you like what we do, subscribe to the show. If you don't, that's okay. You know, we, we still want you to <laughs> listen. Uh, but let's get into it. The Bucky Report's three big things. All right, Justin. Number one, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave this one off because this one is just boiling inside of me. Uh, number one key to the game here, big thing is mistake limited football. We can't say mistake free. You were saying this earlier. We can't say free because this team is not mistake free. Look, I, I I can hear the arguments about we're not that talented, and you know we did we weren't as good as we thought we were, and that's fine, mm-hmm. and that, that's a very fair thing. We're not as talented as we hoped we would. But there is no reason to have the number of mistakes that this team has produced week in and week out, whether it's false starts, delay of games, taking a sack when you shouldn't, uh, procedural penalties on defense, 
just yeah these aren't things. these aren't talent issues for the most it's part just it's just little things that i know and i and i've also heard this argument too and, I, and it's a very good one it's look bad teams do this like this mm-hmm. is what teams are when you make these kind of mistakes but i refuse to believe that we are mm-hmm. that team that can't overcome this because we are the wisconsin badgers we are a team that has been doing this for years for decades we have prided ourselves on not being the team that beats themselves over and over again mm-hmm. And that's what's happening. And it's the most frustrating thing about Mm -hmm. this season. I can live with, look, I love the future of this program. I love where Fickle's taking it. I know we're going to get there. And I can live with the fact that we don't have the talent, but I cannot live with these horrific mistakes over and over. So mistake limited football is what we need because this team, Northwestern's not good. If we can control our mistakes, we can control the game. Yeah. I, I agree with that completely. I mean, l- listen, there's so many little things that we need to take care of just to clean up, to, to get things to the base. Like, we're not very talented. So what? So what you do is you have to limit the, the thing or control the things you can can control. And that's what we're doing a terrible job of this season. And that's what's the most frustrating thing to me. Like, I get it. We're, we're not going to go out there. We're not going to hang. We're not going to beat Ohio State, Michigan, Penn States of the league. But nobody else is more that much more talented than us or, or is even more talented than us than what we've seen, but they're all playing cleaner football. And even Northwestern is playing cleaner football than we've been playing lately. And that's a problem. We need to address this. We need to find some type of continuity in our offense and our, and just the procedural stuff so that we can be at least somewhat of a threat. Cause right now we're just constantly shooting ourselves in the foot and making it easy on teams. And that's got to stop. In, in the other teams, Justin, like the Northwesterns and the Indianas of the world, they've corrected those issues. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. It. Like, it's like, why are we the only ones that, yeah. are, that are struggling this much to make this happen? But, oh, so frustrating. Take number two. Number two, you're bigger and better, own the lines, and establish the run. I think we both saw last week that the, we badly needed, with, with how much the, off, the passing game sputtered, we needed more running game. And I think we need to lean on that at least a little bit to to at least make it a threat in this game because we did run the ball a little bit in the last game, but it wasn't enough. Like I, I know we're not going to, and I said it before the last game, we're not going to run for super efficient numbers. But if we can get four yards of carry, it, it's fine. Like that, that's enough to make them respect it and at least hopefully simplify the pass. But if every time you have a play, you're dropping back to pass. It gets that's where those batted balls and everything come from because people are just pinning their ears and trying to get in the passing lanes and do all the other stuff like play action and things like that will help a lot if we can figure out how to do some of that to hopefully keep the defensive line from you know taking five passes away from us this week. Yeah, I mean, I said this before the Purdue game. I've said it a couple other times when we're playing what 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 I believe to be lesser teams. This is you have to impose your will. Like this is mm-hmm. what we do. Okay. I know that the offensive line hasn't been exactly what we wanted, but we can still run the ball and mm-hmm. we need to run the ball. You are going to demoralize this team in Northwestern if you're able to do that early. I know that it's Jackson Aker and Kate Yacamelli. They can do it too. Jackson mm-hmm. Aker can make can run against this team. I don't want to, I don't, I don't buy anything about like, well, without Braylon Allen, we can't, we can't run the ball. Yes, we can, and we need to. What because, type of number do you think we need to see this week for the run? Sorry. Game? What type of number do you think we need to see this week for the the running game? Like how many like yards? A, 
Yeah, I mean, Total I, honestly, on the run. I, I think we need to rush the ball for, for like 180 to 200 yards. I think that needs to be a huge piece of our offense. And I, I think it needs to be at least 150. Right. I mean, I think that you're not, you're probably not going to see 150 to maybe, maybe 200 yards out of Braden Luck at the most, if that. But if it's, if it's 150 for him and, and 200 for, for rushing, that's great. I just want to control the game because let's face it. Even though we're a new air raid offense, this is still how we control the games. And mm-hmm. you can really take these teams down by, look, you get four or five yards of carry, especially in the first quarter. And then you, you, you carry that through. And then by the fourth quarter, they can't do anything to stop you. Mm-hmm. We've got to do it. And this also is about the defensive lines too. It's about controlling the line. They don't have the best offensive line. Our, our defensive line can, can and should dominate them. Mm-hmm dominate but but play well enough to control the lines and control the line of scrimmage and make sure that i look i don't want to see a game that goes into the fourth quarter where i'm sitting on the edge of my seat wondering if we're going to beat northwestern no this is not that game this team is not good now i know they've played better because guess what they've improved well we improved for three weeks up until this past game so we need to scratch that out and we need to get back to the way we were playing against ohio state which is playing hard, playing fast, playing aggressive. And that's the only way this is going to work. And if you're going to play scared, this Northwestern team is going to come in and win. And I don't expect that yeah. to happen, but th- we this is the game where we can mm-hmm. dominate up front. Let's dominate. You said something to me yesterday that I thought was, you just want to have, or maybe it was today, you want to have a game that that you just you just want to feel comfortable that you you want to actually look like we're a good football team mm-hmm. that we actually have the talent that we have. There's no reason why we shouldn't. Yeah. This, every game the rest of the season should look like yeah. that. At least play to our talent level. Like what, regardless of what that is, like let's just play clean football. Like and if we lose, we lose. I don't care. But I want to look like we're actually competent. And right now we don't look competent. We haven't all season. Like it's a miracle that we're five and four, and like I don't want to to sound like I'm doom and gloom, but this has been a really ugly football team this year in terms of from how we've how we've gotten to where we are. Like this, the nothing that we there's nothing we can hang our hat on really, other than the defense. I will say the defense has made some strides. They have, they have. They, they've the improved. offensive side of the football has been rough. Yeah. It has been, and I and listen. I know Mordecai left, and I know I mean not yeah. as he's out. The injuries but, are definitely a factor, yeah. but I mean, and, and of course DK and and, and and Allen. But this is not the time to to. This is not the game to let that happen. And yeah. let's just be a little more powerful, be Wisconsin, and act like a little more, right? I mean, we deserve mm-hmm. that. And and you're right; it has been doom and gloom. But guess what? After the performance we saw against Indiana, as a, as fans, we're going to be doom and gloom. We're mm-hmm. going to bring that because that's what they're giving us. That's what they're like. The, that's the emotions that we're going to feel. When you see a team who took Ohio State into the fourth quarter and then goes down to Bloomington and just can't do anything in the second half offensively whatsoever against a team that's just not that good. That's what you're going to get. You're going to get doom and gloom. Number three, don't give up big plays defensively. Northwestern will beat themselves. Don't help them. This is a big one for me. Mm -hmm. These teams, like us in in many cases, they will make mistakes. You have to not make your mistakes and you can't give up big plays. So, I mean, because guess what? They're, if they're going to want to beat us, they're going to want to take those chances, you know? And they've done that recently. We have to limit them. We have to keep the ball in front of us and make sure that, yeah, I understand that it's a bend but not break. And we've done that. We did that. We did that against Ohio State. We bend but didn't break. That's what we need to see. Don't give them big plays and let them go up 7 nothing, and then a turnover. Then it's 14 nothing, And then we're spending the next two and a half hours thinking, can we win this game? You have to control the big plays. Let them make their mistakes because they will. 
Yeah, I mean, you look at the remaining schedule, and I think it's we can honestly say that the Wisconsin defense is probably the best unit that's going to be in, involved in any of those games. Now, what we need to do is actually work around that and help those guys out because while they haven't been great, they have been good enough, and we're, we're just not doing enough to help them out. Um, we need to not help Northwestern stay in this or even win this game by giving them plays that are unnecessary. I don't think the defense will do much of that, but if the offense is completely inept, something will break sooner or later. It's just going to happen. There's going to be a play that happens that, you know, a a receiver or somebody makes a play. It doesn't happen for Wisconsin for whatever reason, but you know, other teams have done it consistently against this year where they end up finding a play that they need when they need it. We'll be back after a quick break. Hear that? That's the sound of a walk-off albatross, a two on a par five to win a two-day golf tournament. That shot happened to me. One in 600 million odds. Since then, people call me Albie. Now, I've told this story so often, my friends can't take it. I'm pretty sure my wife, next time I tell her, she's going to leave me. So I decided to start a podcast to tell the entire world about it because it deserves it. It's the craziest shot you've never heard of. And guess what? There's tons more stories like this all around golf. And that's what our podcast is all about. Join me and my fellow degenerates, Panda and Shepard as we dive into them. Insane bets, crazy what-if scenarios, and all the you-had-to-be-there type moments in golf. Find us wherever you get your podcast. Did I tell you about Malbatross? Yeah, most definitely. Let's switch gears. We're going to do our predictions for this game at the end of the show, and we do our predictions for the Tennessee game as well. But let's switch gears to basketball. A little bright spot in the yeah. world of Badger sports. Arkansas State, we pummeled them 105 points i don't and I, I tweeted this today i don't care who you're playing if you put up 105 points it's something to be celebrated i don't i i know that the the argument of well it's it's arkansas state i don't care this wisconsin doesn't put up 105 points we did because all of a sudden now we've got some new weapons to play with and they it's it's fun it's exciting and i'm really pumped to see it to see what we can do against these mm-hmm. tennessee volunteers number one three big thing for basketball this week turn up defensive intensity uh, Tennessee prone to scoring droughts. So if, if, if you watch Tennessee a little bit last year, they, they did lose some of their, some of their big players. They brought in some transfers, but last year they were a team that suffered with scoring droughts. And then they lost a lot of their offense. Mm. Now they still have good players. They've, they've got Ziegler. They've got Joe. They've got a lot of gr- great guys. And uh, there's a new guy, Dalton connect. I think it's name is connect. I'm not mm. sure how to say it. He's a transfer from Northern Colorado. He's also good offensively, but we have to be more, we have to be very sound and strong defensively. Now, there's new players too. We don't really know how they're going to do defensively <clears throat> against the Tennessee team that is far better than the opponent that we saw, but it's aggressive and being very deliberate about it mm-hmm. and ma- forcing them into those droughts, yeah. forcing a lot of their younger players and their newer players into turnovers. We've got to be, we got to dial up that intensity meter mm-hmm. because if you're going to beat this team, even in Madison, this, this is a very good team. So you mm-hmm. have to play extremely strong, strong defensively because they play good defense. So we're going to have our, our struggles on offense as well. We have to make it equally as hard for them. Yeah, I mean, the way I look at this one is this is a game where we get a chance to put a feather in our cap for the season by beating a team that is expected to be pretty good. Um, the one takeaway I had from Arkansas State, we didn't do a great job cutting off penetration in that game. And that's something that has to be fixed because we don't really have rim protection. We don't have anybody that we look at and we're like, this is somebody who can erase mistakes on perimeter defense. So 
we need to find a way to clean that up a little bit. And I'm sure that was one of the things that they took away from that first game is that Arkansas State really couldn't hurt us. But we can't afford to have it where Tennessee can get to the rim kind of at will when they need to and make this game more complicated than the way we like it. We had some games like that last year for the basketball team that we struggle with. We need to prove that that's kind of behind us a little bit. And if they play a stout defense, we have a chance to to really kind of put Tennessee in a bind. I think we're going to be pretty good defensively this year. I just don't know if we're there yet. So I'm hoping that we see a, a step up in this game. Yeah, stopping penetration is a really good point. And the way they're 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 their starting lineup is they actually start with four guards. I mean, they've got, they've got a lot of, there's, there's not a ton of length on their team, but they are quick and they Mm -hmm. can penetrate. So that is something when when you're starting four guards out there, you're in, I mean, they, they range from like six, three to six, six. You, that's kind of a combo guard forward. They're going to put the ball on the floor and you're Mm -hmm. right. They've got to stop those penetration lanes and, and be able to, to kind of tighten up down low. Uh, Number two, Justin, go for it. Number two, limit turnovers against a very skilled defensive unit. This is a big one just in general. It's not something that I have a major fear about, but in a game like this against Tennessee, it's one of the things that if you if you want to win or just not lose the game, a big factor is just don't turn the ball over or give up stupid, silly mistakes in a game. And I think that this team is capable of protecting the ball. I think they'll do a pretty good job with it, uh, but it's something that they definitely need to, if they, if they can keep that clean, that gives them a step up likely on Tennessee. Because I expect them to probably, while they may not get loose with the ball, Wisconsin typically wins this category in most of their games. Yeah, one of their stars, Zahari Ziegler, I think that's uh, pronouncing his name correctly. He was uh, he was hurt. He's back. He played 12 minutes in their first game against uh, Tennessee Tech or whoever they played. Uh, but he is he's kind of like the steel king of that team. Like he's a really good defender, and he is going to try to force turnovers, and we have to do it because yeah, like Justin said, when you're playing a top 10 team that's the only way you can beat a top 10 team is you can't beat yourself. Right. We talked mm-hmm. about that with the football team is, you know, it's going to be hard enough for us to score points regularly on this team. It's going to be hard enough for us to, to contain their penetration and scoring at the rim. So we have to do everything we can to not do it. And I, this is always a big thing for Wisconsin. It's, it's one of the, the cornerstones of our program is limiting turnovers, but against these big teams, when we play the Purdue's, we play the Arizona's, the Tennessee's, this is the only way you get through it because you can cover that up. If you have some turnovers with with athleticism, with great play, with great offensive prowess, you can cover that up against other teams. You can't cover that up against teams like Tennessee. Number three, Justin, go for it. <clears throat> Number three, offensive efficiency, shot selection, and consistency. This is one of the things that we suffered with last year in some of the games, and I think athletically this team is better equipped to, to combat this offensively, um, is just get themselves into good shots. Just You have some guys now that can penetrate a little bit more, which will hopefully open things up offensively for this team. You can't settle for bad shots. And Ryan and I talked about it a little bit in the postgame for the basketball, for the Arkansas State game. Chucky still takes some of those shots that like he's capable of hitting them, but they're not necessarily high percentage shots that you want somebody taking regularly. I love that he can hit them, but in a game like this, we don't want to be settling for those shots because this will be a tighter game. Like he can get away with it against Arkansas state. You don't want to be taking a a shot like that late in the shot clock against Tennessee when you have to have a bucket. There's too many guys that are scorers on this team. What you need to do is just work the ball until you find somebody that's got a good look. 
Yeah, I completely agree with you on this 100%. And and we've, we've seen a lot of that with, with Chucky and the whole team is taking shots yeah. late in the shot clock. Now this team, like I said, they're not very long. <clears throat> They've yeah. got a couple guys, but so we've got, we've got more height than, than Tennessee. Mm-hmm. And when you got guys like Crowell and Winter and even Wall, who's clearly very shifty and, and is very creative down low, we need to score down low. I yeah. want to see points in the paint. That, that, that's listen, I'm, all, I'm all for a CG and in Blackwell and all these guys doing their thing and shooting the three. I'm all for it. But this is a team that I feel like we can take advantage of a little bit. Now they're really strong defensively. They will, mm-hmm. they will control that. And they're not going to let the ball get down to the low post very mm-hmm. often. But when we do, we're going to have to find ways to get it in there. And mm-hmm. those guys need to carry some load. And also that also means defensively as far as rebounds as well. We've got to make sure that yeah. we're kind of, we have a size advantage on the, exactly. on the rebounding. Yeah. Exactly. And that has to happen. So yeah. And, and shot selection, we, we talk a lot last year about um, late, late in the shot clock selection, late in game selection. Now with the with more athletes that we have and, and the sort of the, the all of a sudden the more choices and the options that we have offensively, I expect that to get better. And I want to see it in games like this. We put up 105 points against Arkansas State. Great. Let's see what we can do now. And can this sort of carry over and and you know do it against really good teams? We're gonna find out very, very soon. Or mm-hmm. pretty much Friday and the next three yeah. weeks, yeah. what this team it, is made of. This the right? non-conference I mean, for this team is going to be brutal, which is why when we brutal. talked about what what I figured for their actual record for this year, I think I had them at like twenty and eleven or something like that. I I think that that's a good record for the type of schedule that they're playing this season. Like that's that would be like in a normal year, them being like twenty three and eight or something like that, which is actually a pretty darn good record. The hundred percent. I mean, you're talking about two, three, maybe four top ten teams. Like that's that's amazing. There is it's really a fun schedule and it's exciting. I, I like playing games like this. I want to see this happen because you said earlier it's a feather in our cap. If we get mm-hmm. this win, I mean we're we're going to be ranked, and I don't really care about yeah. the ranking right now. I care about you know progressing through the season yeah. and improving, building a resume. Yep. Exactly. And 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 if you get a win like this, and frankly, even if we don't get a win, even if we play hard and we and we yeah. show that could be we a good can loss. compete exact, we can compete with teams like this, and we're not going to get pushed around and run off the floor, and we're not going to have nine 10 minute scoring droughts because. If we're going to happen, this is a team that can do that to us with their mm-hmm. defense. So all these things have to, have to kind of work at the same time. And I think we can. We definitely, definitely can. The Bucky Report predictions. Saturday. We'll start with Saturday. Northwestern's coming to Madison, 2.30 kickoff, Madison local time. Justin, your prediction for this hopeful get right game. I'm going to go... Wisconsin 17, Northwestern 10. Oh boy. You're I think really it's gonna be an ugly game. Yeah. Now. Yeah. I'm I'm I just want to see them play clean football. And if it's a defensive defensive grudge match, then so be it. But yeah, I'm going low for, for this one. This is gonna be an ugly game, I think. I feel like th- well, maybe this is a good sign because if you're finally gonna go low, then maybe we're gonna have a 30 <laughs> point explosion, which you know, I, I actually think it's gonna happen only because I, if Braylon Allen was playing in this game, I would say that we we probably would. I, I would feel a lot better about but it too. With Jackson Aker, look, I still think we're going to run the ball. I said 180 yards rushing is what I would expect to have. Uh, I think Brain Lock, hopefully, like he can't, I hate to say this, but he can't play much worse than he did last mm-hmm. week. I mean, he played really bad against Indiana. So I'd like to think that, that some things get cleaned up offensively. The line should have an easier time. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to go 24 to 10. Um, I think that we're going to Northwestern has put up some decent numbers, but when they play any kind of a good defense, they don't. Um, I think that it's very similar to Indiana in that regard. Indiana was able to put up some points, but they only put up 17, 20, with the last whatever field goal. Yeah. But 
I mean, for the most part, we controlled them, especially in the second half. Other than those long drives that ended in, you know, touchdowns that we really could have stopped, we did control them for the most part. I think we do that. We clean up those last little little bits there, hopefully. And so 24 10. Um, Tennessee, Wisconsin, um, you know, look, not, number nine team in the country coming in. I'm because it's early in the season and because we still have hope and because we have no hope in the football program, I am going to predict an upset here. I think that, um, you know, playing at the home Cole Center, playing at home, Tennessee is coming in. We have a lot of new players, they have new players. No one really knows. I mean, the rankings are the rankings, and no one has a true understanding. After this game, we could be ranked 15th, and they could be ranked 14th. Who even knows? Mm -hmm. So I think we win this game. I think we win this game 80 to 72. Uh, Scores in basketball is, you know, such a hit or miss. But I think we win this game close, and we just pull away at the end with free throw shooting. And I think my my high score is AJ Store has really impressed me. And I think he's gonna have a he's gonna have a game. I hope Connor's healthy. I don't, do you know anything about Connor's health? Is he- I, I haven't heard anything so far has been released. I'm guessing he's probably okay. I, I would think if there was some if there was an issue there, it, it seemed like as precautionary. I mean, we we had them manhandled in that game. There's no reason to put him out there. Just let him heal up. And yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think that um, Tennessee's back- gonna have scoring droughts, and we're we might have a little bit here and there. But I think honestly. The people that the players that we added in Blackwell and Winter and Store, you couple that with Chucky, who I think, you know, look, he dropped weight. He's going to distribute the ball well. You couple that with a Siegen if he's able to play. And we haven't even talked about Wall and Crowell. I mean, mm-hmm. and and with the size advantage that we have, I think I think this is a win, Justin. I'm calling for it. We're upsetting Tennessee. I, I actually am calling for it too. I have the hey, Wisconsin believer. 75, Tennessee 69. Ooh, all right. I mean, listen, guys, you heard it here first. We're Justin and Rajiv have claimed victory. Right? So, when, so we will be, we will look really good if this happens and we will look like idiots if it doesn't, which hopefully, you know, we're not. Hey, not the first time I've looked like an idiot. <laughs> oh yeah. Definitely not the first time and definitely not the last time. <laughs> Justin, final thoughts going into this uh, weekend of Wisconsin athletics. Let's have a rebound weekend. It's good to see basketball going. Hopefully hockey can keep their hot streak going too. I really I, I think we all just want to end this season on a positive note for football and hopefully we can get headed in that direction. Yeah. Because now we're working towards beating Minnesota and we yeah. have to, we have two weeks to get ourselves, you know, figure yeah, we, out little problems in the right space. Move, exactly. Get in the right direction so that we can, we need to win that ax. That has to happen. Uh, that's it for us. Thank, thanks for joining us guys. We'll be back on Sunday for our full pod, breaking down both of these games until then on Wisconsin. I'm Wisconsin. Thank you for listening. If you enjoy the show, subscribe to our YouTube channel at The Bucky Report or The Bucky Report Podcast from wherever you get your content. Until next time, on Wisconsin. Wisconsin.